0: Hey everybody! Welcome back into the Hayden Coker Show. It's uh, this is edition. I, I can't even count on my fingers anymore. It's it's, it's getting up there with the episodes, but it's uh got a special guest on today, Casey Phillips. Thank you so much for joining me, man. How you doing?
1: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, sir. No problem. No problem. It's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Casey is going to play baseball next year at Mississippi Delta Community College. It's, uh, Casey, how does that feel knowing that you're that you have the talent to go play at the next level?
1: Uh, it's a dream come true, honestly. Uh, been It's been a goal of mine all my life to reach, you know, and seeing everybody else do it, you know, it's kind of like the feeling, you know, I wish it was me, and it is me now, and I finally have pushed myself hard enough to to get there and accomplish a lifelong dream and goal.
0: Yeah, that's great. that's understandable. It's uh, that's that's really great to hear uh, for you, especially. Um, I know that you've worked your tail off, it uh, in school, uh, out of the classroom. And you know, just just doing everything you can to make sure that you're you're gonna get there. Um, you know, you started out with, uh, you know, everybody starts out with little league ball, and then you just gradually progressed. It was in it was high, uh, junior high. Then you have Excel, of course, that you played in. I believe was that correct? Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah. you know, Asheville High School, and then now you're at Ragland, and then uh, going to Mississippi Mississippi Delta next year. Uh, really looking to you know capitalize off of a huge opportunity for you. It, it, it's really great to see.
1: Oh yeah, you know, I'm ready for this next upcoming high school baseball season to uh, see how much I can build off of what I did last year, and to see if I if I'm where I need to be. And you know, I think if I keep working out strong in the weight room and uh, keep my grades up, I think I'll uh, I think I'll excel at everything I need to do.
0: Yeah, I know that that that's one thing that that's really important for you to look at is, and I don't think too many athletes necessarily care about. Well, I know when I was in high school and. I had heard of students that, you know, oh, you know, their grades weren't as good. But, you know, that's really something that you have to focus on. So it's, it's really good that you're you're focusing on your grades as well as baseball. And uh, so it, that's really good there. And just to see where you're taking it is phenomenal as well. And uh, Casey, I know you wanted to I know you wanted to talk a little bit a little bit of Alabama, but um, I kind of want to talk about like what you want to do going forward with baseball and, and in college.
1: So after my uh, two years at Mississippi Delta, I, I really want to transfer to a university. You know, maybe somewhere back home. You know, Lord willing, uh, like at Jacksonville State, uh, UAB. You know, that would be cool. Just you know, mainly just to be able to say I played Division One baseball. You know, the, the sport I've been loving my whole entire life, and I think that'll be really awesome.
0: Yeah, and that's 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 always something to you know to work forward to, and. It, it, that that's always great to look at and use as a goal and use that as, uh, use that as you know that's hey you know that's what well, that's that's what my accomplishment is going to be and that's what I want to do, so and mm-hmm. you, know, you you look at anybody out there who's you know determined they'll tell you the same they'll tell you the same thing you know you know don't give up and uh, just continue to pursue whatever you're pursuing. And uh, it'll come to you. And if it's not meant for you, hey, that's you know that's that's what it is. You know that, but it's it's all part of the big man's plans. So every everything will work itself out. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. You know, put everything in, put all the trust you have in him, and uh, he'll lead you. He'll always lead you on the right path.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think you know, I, I even I have trouble following that sometimes, and, and just kind of having faith that it, you know it'll always be okay. But that um, it's one thing. It's one thing, Casey, to you know put put forth the effort and to not make it, and then there's also another another point where say this one person, oh, you know, I'm gonna put forth this effort, but I'm not gonna try as hard as this other dude because I'm better, you know, and that that's a mentality that I feel like some athletes have, but you know, with you, I know I know who you are, I know what you focus on, and I know that's not you so just just to see you really going out and do what you love and not and you know being humble about it that's what you always want to see and that's really great to see out of a young athlete
1: you know and people have always told me you know especially my dad that uh talent only gets you so far it's what you do your worth your work ethic and you know what you do outside of the baseball field including the weight room you know everything like that because at the end of the day Hard work and dedication will take you a lot farther than talent alone ever will.
0: Exactly, and you know, it of of course, talent always helps. But once you have that hard work, that determination, that dedication to what you're doing, nobody can stop you. It's, it, I mean, in reality, no, nobody can stop you. It's just you yeah. alone and you doing what you want to do. Um, but yeah, see, it's it's really it's really great to see you doing what you love and you know just just doing it with a lot of passion. You know. And just, you know, as long as you're keeping your head on straight, you know, you're making great good grades. That's what everybody wants to see, and that's what college coaches are going to look at is, you know, your performance in the classroom, your performance on the field, and just your performance as a human being.
1: Oh, yeah. And one of the first things that, you know, every college coach that has reached out to me, you know, we started talking, one of the first things all of them have asked is, what's your GPA, what are your grades like, what's your ACT, all that, and, and I didn't really realize that until about this time last year. And, you know, it hit me like, oh, crap, I really I really got to pay attention in school and start studying and doing extra homework and doing all the things I need in the classroom. So I can answer that first question with, you know, me knowing that we're going to keep on communicating because my grades are good.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it, <clears throat> that's, that's something that uh, future college kids need to – I understand is you know that college coach is there for now you know and you know after the interview or whatever you have with that coach he may not be there so nothing nothing is ever guaranteed with that process but it's always something it's it, it's always great to see a coach stick around because that that means and that tells you that you're doing something right so with you you I mean you have gotten several offers and they have stuck in or they have sticking around so that means you're doing something correct
1: yeah yeah and you know and all the coaches, you know, I, I kind of thought that, you know, once I told them where I was going to be going, you know, I kind of thought they would all just, you know, not really be interested in me, in me anymore. But, you know, all of them were, you know, congratulations, Casey. We're, we're, we're ready to see you down the road and what you're going to look like and maybe even play against you. See some good competition out of you. So it's good knowing that, you know, colleges, they, they care for you. College coaches care for you as a as a player, but also as a person to off the
0: bill. Exactly. And that's that's one thing that a bunch of people need to start really looking at and start, you know, paying attention to because it th- there's a big stereotype of well that I believe a lot of teachers put in to people is you know they're they're there to get your money and you and, and, yeah. and you're good to go and they don't care after that. But in 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 all reality um you know they're people and with people, well I guess it depends on the person. But depending on that person, they're really going to care about what who is they're they're really going to care about who the athlete is instead of what they're there to do. And so instead of caring for, hey, you know what, I, I you're here to throw the baseball. That's it. You know, you're here to no, you're here to throw the baseball. You're here to you're here to hit home runs. But you're also here to you know leave leave a little bit of a statement and leave a little bit of leave a little bit of your name on the team. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying it kind of kind of just Kind of just uh like make your mark on the team and make your mark where you're at. So later on, you know, people are gonna be like, you know, wow, I want to be like that person, that athlete, that student. Because not only did he work hard in the classroom, but he worked hard on the field. He worked hard off the field. You know, just being a person in general. So it's it's always important to to look at the to look at the more broad side of things. And I think once once that comes to most people, it you know it's it the nail is pretty hit. Uh, hit pretty flat on the head.
1: You know, and you know, like you said, you're only there to throw baseball, you know, that's what some people think. But even while I am there, you know, playing baseball, I'm also working towards my degree, you yeah. know, that I'm going to get to have my job and my future to support my family. So I mean, you know, there there's gonna be a lot of a lot of extra hours in college just so I can be the person I want to be in the future. You know, it's not I'm not just gonna be there to play baseball like, you know, a lot of people may think about college sports. Because, you know, college is, college is where, you know, I'm going to be working for my degree also so I can be, you know, what I want to be when I get older.
0: Yeah, and, you know, mem- memories are made at college, whether it's, you know, in the, whether it's in the classroom, you know, with your buddies. I mean, it's just uh, – co- college is a fun place to be, and I'm getting to experience that right now at Jacksonville State. So it's never something to, like, you know, look over. and, But you always have to just continue to push forward and remember the one reason why you're there is to, you know – uh, get you know, get your degree and go. But also at the same time, you have people watching you. So you know, it's it. Uh, I've always had people tell me, you know, don't, you know, don't don't act a fool. Somebody's always watching you. So that <laughs> that's what I always think about. But um, it, uh, Casey, I did want to ask you because I didn't I didn't really know this. But what's your what are you going for? Like, what's your what do you want your degree to be? Uh,
1: I want to get a degree in um, electrical. But i want to be an electrician and be a uh, electrical engineer and you know start off working and then if I get good enough at it uh, on own my own business
0: okay that's really cool that's really cool it's um that you know that's something that I, I have friends in college right now who are uh, that you know they sit across from me or they'll be all the other way on the other side of the classroom but you know they kind of have the same goal as you is to you know have their own business or to just you know strive to be better at what they were what they're wanting to do. So it, it's really good that you're you, you're stri- wanting to strive to be better at uh what what you're getting your degree in, but also you're striving to be better at baseball. You know, the it uh I'm sure mm-hmm. that's that's that, that's really the one thing on your mind right now is you know, play baseball, you know, g- get good grades, all that jazz.
1: Hmm. Of course, you know, gotta gotta maintain and keep the grades so I can continue playing baseball for, for as long as I can while working towards my degree. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> It's uh now Casey, I know you I know you wanted to talk about some Alabama football so that's exactly what we're going to do. It's um this past weekend you played Ole Miss um Alabama. You know that that first half they played a little bit sluggish. It's uh they they uh, Ole Miss jumped out to a 10-0 lead and it went on to be I believe it was 17-7, or 17-10 at halftime. And uh but they were able to battle back in the second half. Any thoughts on that game?
1: Um you know, I think that I think Bryce Young himself is having an exceptional year. You know, it's hard going from the Devontae Smith and the uh, John Mechie to the to the guys you have now and still going to make yourself look as good as you did last year with those type of guys. But I, I think he's I think he's really having an exceptional year and doing the best he can to to help help this team win. And uh you know uh, a lot of people I've seen on Facebook and stuff saying the saying the dynasty is over, which I don't think it's even close to being over. You know, with because just because these guys have lost two games, you know, look in the past and they've lost two, three games, and the next season to win a national championship.
0: Yeah, and I think that's not. I think that's what a lot of people kind of aren't thinking about. And there's a lot of there's a lot of oh, Nick Saban's got to make changes, and you know he he does. I'll give him that. He does. It. Uh, Bill O'Brien has not done a great job this year. Uh, Pete Golding. A lot of people calling for his head as well. But um, I think I think that one people the w- one way that people need to look at this is that you look at the stats from uh, of Alabama from this year and last year, and the statistics really aren't that different. But you look at the competition around them. The competition around them has grown. You look at LSU oh, yeah. last year. LSU was not not LSU was not great last year. You know, and uh Ole Miss. Ole Miss was good last year. I think. Uh, I, I feel like they've I don't know if they've gotten better, but I don't think they've gotten worse. If that makes sense, um, yeah. so There's still a lot of competition in the SEC. Look at Tennessee. You play you played a really good Tennessee team, but look, you played them at Tennessee this year. You know, next year, yeah. you know, you'll get them at home, and you know, it's still going to be a good Tennessee team. But you know, it's you're not going to. I don't know what to think about them next year. You know, <laughs> you got Hendon Hooker who's leaving, and he's the head of, he's the he's the head of the offense. So, I mean, it's uh, you look at Alabama, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Uh, the talk about the dynasty is over, I don't think it's over, and I don't think that it's – I would say it's slowing down. I don't think it's in its peak like it was, you know, two, three years ago. But I think that it's still amongst us, and it's something that we need to look pay attention to. But you also have to pay attention to Georgia as well, because Georgia is coming as coming the to the SEC. They come to a top of the SEC. They've claimed that number one spot, and they're they're saying, "Hey, you know what? We're the we're the next dynasty." And you know what? They they really are building that right now. You know, I mean, and it is. They just have one championship. I'm not saying that that's you know they're in the midst of it, but they're really in. It, they are really in uh on the uphill climb when it comes to getting there.
1: Yeah, you know. and you know, Georgia now is what Alabama was, you know, two to three years ago, and everybody's losing their mind because it's not the same Alabama team, you know. And another thing you have to look at and realize is with all these NIL deals, you know, now a kid is, you know, yeah, he's still driven to go play, you know, Division one football, but would you go to Alabama or would you go to this other school that's offering you a million dollars, you know? Like, it, it's not really coming down to the competitiveness anymore, and I kind of hate that that's coming into the game, but, I mean, you know, it is what it is, and you're going to see a lot of, I think you're going to see a lot of new dynasties starting up in the next couple of years because of these colleges might be giving out, you know, the NIO money, which, I mean, it's a smart thing to do if you have the money. I mean, build your team, you know, but. I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of new good teams coming up this year you know like tcu uh what they're doing this year you know they're leaving a mark believing a name for themselves and uh you know like like you said about tennessee with uh hooker leaving uh after this year you know and we'll get them at alabama next year i think that's still going to be a good game and uh i think alabama's got a lot of a lot of changes to make not necessarily with only the coaches you know with some players change you know, changing their mind and their attitude about wanting to win. And uh you know, if it is finding two new coaches at O C and D C, you know, that that's if that's a change Nick Nick uh, Saban feels like he needs to make, then, you know, he'll make it. But at the end of the day, Nick Saban is one of the best coaches to ever do it. So I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah. And I, I there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of Facebook people on there, uh couch, uh, couch coaches, you wanna call it. It uh who have who have said, Oh man, man, Nick Saban's lost two games. You know, he's he's done. Get him out of there. And I'm just sitting there like, man, you you don't really think that, do you? <laughs> you don't really think that yeah. it uh you know, you look at a team like uh you look at a team like Vanderbilt or a team like Auburn or a team like Missouri, you know what they give to have Nick Saban as their coach right now? I mean, heck, Auburn yeah. Auburn just fired their coach. They're going to look out for they're going to look for somebody better. It uh, it just seems crazy for to say uh, it just seems to be crazy to say, uh, that that is happening. Uh, but back to what you said about nil money and all that and, and and nil deals. Um, I think it really comes down to the school, you know. And you you look at somebody, you look at a team like Ole Miss, and a lot of people are talking about how he may be coming to Auburn. Well, the truth to the matter is is that Ole Miss just doesn't have the nil revenue that a team that a school like Auburn has and that's that's the issue there. I'm not downgrading Ole Miss at all. I I mean, <laughs> I'm not downgrading Ole Miss at all. Ole Miss is if anything on the rise right now and they're playing a good brand of football. You know, they had a tough loss to Alabama this past weekend and but I mean, that came down to a to a, a not so smart play call by, you know, the one and only Lane Kiffin. So uh, that kind of stuff happens, you know, coaches make bad calls. Nick Saban even Nick Saban makes bad calls, you know. It uh, surprise surprise, yeah. you know. But uh I think, I think the main thing about it is like, if people don't overreact, they're fine. And, uh, and if you want to, you you kind of want to touch on that and the whole Lane Kiffin situation, you can do that as well.
1: Uh, you know, I, I'll start off by saying as much as I as much as I hate Auburn, everything has to do with it, just because I'm a diehard Alabama fan. You know, their fan base is very loyal. Uh, now I think the Auburn fan base is a lot more open and more you know there's just more of them than Ole Miss and I think there is a good chance that we could see uh Kiffin coming to Auburn and I think he'll do great you know but and I'm not saying you know Cadillac's a bad coach because you know he he won his first game you know as a head coach and great guy brings all the energy to the team but um I think if uh and I think Lane Kiffin knows that you know he could bring in you know some guys bringing some guys willing to come to Auburn and because I do think that Auburn could be a championship potential team before Ole Miss if they, you know, if they bring in the right guys, bring in the right coaches. You know, they just got that new football facility. Uh, you know, I saw a video on Instagram, and it was it's freaking nice. You know, they got all the facilities. And I think Auburn would have a chance to be a championship contender team if – if they uh if Kiffin were to come, you know, or if Cadillac says, I mean, look what he's done already, you know. The game this past Saturday was packed out almost an hour and a half before kickoff even started. You know, the student section was full, everybody was cheering up and yelling, you know, for him and to see that change is promising and I, I think that he knows he can do very good things with that Auburn program for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, and one thing about Cadillac is that his energy is insane. He he just brings a he he mm-hmm. brings an energy to that stadium that they that the Auburn Tiger faithful has not seen all year, and that's something that you know that that they want to see. Um, but the thing with Cadillac, he's so, he's very inexperienced as a coach. This he's plays he's, he's been a head coach for for two games, you know. It um so yeah. whatever happens with that, it uh, I'll I'll set that aside. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, back to Alabama, because I know you want to talk about Alabama a little bit. Um, coming up in these next few games, does, does Alabama have to be worried about Auburn coming into Jordan – or excuse me, Auburn coming into Bryant-Denny Stadium in a few weeks?
1: Um, you know, again, like the energy. You know, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to feel to Alabama like they're playing in Neyland Stadium when they went to Tennessee. Uh, you know – First off, it's the Iron Bowl, you know, and they, Auburn's got this new, young, fresh head coach who brings all the energy with them. And I think it. Uh, I think this game is not going to reflect, you know, Auburn's record or Alabama's record. I think it's going to be a very good game to watch. I think both teams are going to play, you know, the best they the best they can, like they have in, you know, the past couple of years. You know, you know, two years ago or last year, whenever they went to the four overtimes. You know, nobody thought that was going to happen. But, you know, it's it's Auburn and Alabama football game, you know, to one of the best rivalries in college football. And I think that the energy is going to be broad. I think everybody's going to be getting focused for the uh, Alabama-Auburn game. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. You know, I think both teams are going to play and compete the best they can. And I think – I know it's not this week, but, you know, I, I really think that Auburn-Alabama game is going to reflect and really show what both teams are made of. You know, and if you go back and look at the Alabama's two losses, both games lost by one play. You know, so, you know, so it's, it's really hard and false to say Alabama's dynasty is over. You know, Tennessee lost by one play as a field goal. You know, LSU lost by one play, the two-point conversion, which is very smart of LSU to go for it. You know, I mean, if you get it, you win the ball game. But I think, uh, I think Auburn's got a lot going for him, but I don't really think Alabama has anything to be worried about as long as they stick to what they can and keep riding off of what they got. Because, you know, Alabama is very good off building off momentum. And this close, nail biter game against Ole Miss, I think it's going to give them a lot of energy and a lot of confidence going forward in the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, and especially going into a stadium like Vaught-Hemingway. And I realize that Vaught-Hemingway is not Neyland Stadium or it's not uh, it's not Death Valley and it's not Jordan-Air. But, you know, I, the stadium holds 60,000, 60 60-some-odd thousand, I believe. And from what people have said, it, it sounded like there was 100,000 people in the stadium. So it, if yeah. Alabama is going to be – they're going to be bringing – they're going to have that energy coming into the next game. And uh, playing Austin P, of course, which they should run away with. It probably won't be close. But um, – and then you look on the other side. You know, Ole Miss, uh, they've have, they have Arkansas this week in Fayetteville. So, you know, they, they have another hard game to play. It, uh, and Arkansas is never an, an easy team to beat. You look at Alabama. Alabama jumped out to an early lead. Al- Arkansas came crawling all the way back, you know. and But, you know, Alabama ended up pulling away. And Arkansas, you know, not a terrible team, but also not a not the greatest team in the world either. Their record doesn't really reflect how good of a team they are. I mean, they, they went on the road and beat a uh, ranked BYU team, I believe, by – Almost 30 points. So I mean, you you, put, you go and put up 55 points uh, against BYU and BYU. I mean, you, I, I give them credit. You know they played well. Um, but at, Ole Miss might have their hands full this weekend, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they were upset. But you you come back and look at Alabama. You know Austin Peay this weekend, then Auburn the next weekend. If they they'll beat Austin Peay this weekend, rolling into next week, obviously the energy is going to be high. Obviously, everything is going to be on point in Tuscaloosa as it are as it always is on an Iron Bowl game day. It um it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun to see, and if if they win that game, it's going to be interesting to see how the SEC championship plays out. And then you know Alabama's probably not going to make the playoff this year, but you're still in contention for a really big bowl game.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I saw something today where uh, they're predicting Alabama and Clemson to play in the Orange Bowl. And uh, I think that'll be—I think, be think that'll be pretty good ballgame, watch. I think it'll be pretty interesting. Uh, you know, Clemson this year it might not be what they were last year or the year before that, but you know, to be ranked in the top ten, at top ten, top fifteen at all—you know—you're you're a pretty, you're a pretty prestigious and pretty elite football team. And you know, going back to the uh, to Arkansas, you know, they played Ole Miss or they played LSU, and they, that was a game of, right there till toward, towards the end and you know I feel like that game could have went either way but uh, LSU pulled it out you know LSU they got a good football team this year Um, they win it pretty good but yeah I I think everything comes down to um, you know Alabama executing what they have to do uh, this Saturday against Austin Peay and you know making sure they have everything silky smooth for that Auburn game because you know not like you know this is a nobody game but I mean you know you, you do expect Alabama to run away with it but you know you're really getting everything polished for, for next week, or for the next week against Auburn because I, I think that's going to be a really good game.
0: Yeah, and the thing with the thing with Alabama is, you know, this year has been full of ups and downs. You know, you have you have five to, you have five games that could have could have been losses, but then you take a look at that and you say, hey, you know what? We made some really important plays to turn those five losses into only two losses. So I don't think a lot of people really see that as as a uh I – I don't think a lot of people look at that really and say, hey, you know what, we can be positive about this. The truth of the matter is that Alabama has been so good over the past few years that it's not ideal for the fans to see a team struggle this much, you know?
1: Yeah. And, you know, as an Alabama fan, it's like, oh, we lost two games. Like, are we over – You know, but, you know, going back to what I said earlier, you know, we lost two games by one play. And I think I I like how you referred to it as uh, uh, couch coaches. You know, what you said, all all these people, you know, coaching from home. Oh, they should have done this, should have done that. You know, I feel like they just look at what everybody sees. You know, Alabama lost two games, fell to LSU. You know, I I think – a lot of people are just seeing what everybody sees instead of actually looking at, you know, the, the facts, like also two really good teams, uh, two teams that are ranked, you know, lost to LSU They're about to be in the ACC championship. If everything plays out, you know, they clinched the West and uh, Tennessee, um, you know, they lost a, a very good Georgia team, but you know, they, they've done great things this year. So, you know, it was the first time they beat in Alabama and well, I think it was 16 years, something, like, something yeah. crazy like that. And, you know, they got, they got a really good team this year, and you know they're on the come up. And you know, with you know that wide receiver they have is crazy. I think he scores four or five touchdowns just himself against Alabama whenever I'm they play. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I just think that a lot of people are just going by for what they see on social media and not actually looking. You know, like what's actually happening, what, what's actually playing out for them. They're just seeing the overview.
0: Yeah. And it, like you said with Alabama, you know. Um, the main thing with with the couch coaches is and I mean everybody has been at some point. I mean we could we can go ahead and admit to it, yeah. you know, oh we should have yeah. done this, we should have done that, you know. But it, it, it gets to an extreme point where where people are like, Oh man, you know, this is this is bad, you know. I oh, mean, we're used to being undefeated, not not ten and two right now. But it like I said, I mean it for a it it takes time for a team to and like like Saban said last year, you know, this is a rebuilding team. Now, I, I think rebuild would be a little bit too far to say because but just because of the team you had and I mean and you look at the year before then, you you, you can't you can't match that any day. I mean, you have Mac Jones back there, yeah. um, then you have all your other wide receivers as well. I mean, you have Devontae Smith, Ellen Waddle, all these guys and you're like, Man, I can't, I can't do that, and I, or uh, this team, it can't get any better. Of course it's going to fall off, you know? It, of course it's not going to be as good. Yeah. It's just something that people really have to look at and take. Uh, give the coaches, you, you know, don't bash the coaches. I mean, it's not like they're going to be handed, you know, hand-picked six, five stars every year, you know? It takes development. It takes uh, character development for a player to improve.
1: You know, speaking on development, uh, a football, you know, a, a football year is not one, you know, during weeks one through 12. You know, it's one, it's one during the offseason in, in the weight room and the conditioning, and it's one the year before that. And, you know, guys you recruit and how hard you push the guys you currently have. And uh, I think teams like TCU, you know, I think LSU had a salty taste in the mouth after last year. And, you know, they came back, you know, won't – Want to do something good, and you know, like Tennessee, you know, they won. They won the Alabama game not only during the four quarters, but they won the Alabama game last year, and they won the Alabama game during the off season.
0: Yeah, and that's that's something that, and that's I I, I really like that you pointed that out because that is really something that people don't take into uh, take take into context. Um, the main thing about that is it's. You know, all these guys coming out of, some of them even coming out of high school, is the main, like, the main thing, they're coming, some of these kids are coming out of high school, and you, and they're expected to, you know, win national championships straight out the gate, and I get that's what five stars and four stars and all these athletes go want to go to college to do, but... It does. It, it's not just come to. It's not just gonna come to your house, handpicked and in a in a basket, came from Little Red Riding Hood. You know what I'm saying? It it, it comes with yeah. work, and it comes with hard work. Like we talked about earlier uh, while I was interviewing you, uh, hard work, determination, dedication, and really you put in the work, and you're gonna succeed. It, it whether it it may not be now. It it may not be you know five years from now but eventually hard work will pay off and that's what's important for people to understand
1: yeah and it's the little things that matter you know and it's the you know did you get that last rep in you know did did you did you drink enough water today did you push yourself hard enough in what you needed to push yourself in to succeed and you know and i think that you know a lot of Alabama players, you know, might have thought coming out of last year, you know, oh, we got this. We're going to be, we're going to be even better. And then, you know, a little, a little knock around with, with the first game of the season against Texas, you know, came down to one play. We beat them. And I think everybody realized, like, oh, it's a little too late to start preparing for, for what we got to prepare for now.
0: Yeah. um, Exactly. And like you said, championships are one in the offseason. And the more that, athletes and all these all these I'm, I'm sure they do but the more that people realize that uh the more of on the right track these players are going to be you know it's not you look at you look at these guys who are signing nil deals for example they're and i'm not saying this i'm not holding them to a you know lower standard or higher standard or anything but it's it's almost gives those athletes who aren't being paid a a lot bigger of a drive to, you know, to work harder to succeed. You know, these guys like Bryce Young. Bryce Young, phenomenal human human being, and he's actually going out there and still working hard. He's busting his tail every day. Even though he's already won a Heisman, he's he's a quarterback for Alabama. He's got all this NIL money. He could easily give up, but he doesn't. He continues to play, and that's, that's something that, you know, people don't realize. They get the money, but you look at some of these higher tier athletes they're still going at it and they're still they're still trying to do their thing
1: and you know for for people like Bryce Young you know I I understand like that money you know great and wonderful but you know for people like Bryce Young and people of his caliber you know they would still love the game just as much if not more if there was no money involved you know if it was strictly college football you know trying to trying to win a Heisman or win National championship or whatever, you know, they they would still be pushing themselves just as hard because that's how much they love the game and how much they're determined.
0: Yeah, um, and ex- exactly, Casey. Um, thank you for joining me once again. Uh, before we go, I do would I would like to get your opinion on who you think is going to make the college football playoff and uh, what you think is going to stack up to one through four.
1: Um. So, I think. You know, Ohio State and Michigan's got to play. So, and, and I think whoever loses that game is not is not going to make it. Do you have a winner? But I I think Michigan's going to win this year. Uh, you know, they're running back. You know, one of the front runners for the Highland this year, you know, is playing out of his mind this year. And I think one through four, I think, you know, the Georgia at one. And then I think it's going to be probably michigan at two um then i think and i think it's going to be a toss-up between tennessee and tcu getting in in the three and four spot and, and i say tennessee you know i know they got that lost to the number one georgia but I, I think it's going to be tennessee because you know what they've done this year And you know Hendon hooker you know he's just a really good player and I think it's going to be tossed between TCU and Tennessee for the uh, for the three and four, and I think LSU would be five and be that one, you know, that one team that's waiting to get in, that's knocking on the door.
0: See, it's really, really interesting. It's very interesting because I look at Georgia. Georgia is going to be clear number one to me. I think Michigan is going to get the number two spot, and I think Tennessee is going to get the number three spot. I don't know if TCU wins out or not. And you know they still gotta play. They still gotta play in the Big Twelve Championship game. Um, it it I honestly could not tell you who's gonna fit at number four. I don't think it'll be TCU. I think they lose at some point. Maybe they prove me wrong. But at that point, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here like, is it gonna be Ohio State that gets in at four? If Michigan beats them, will it be USC if they win out? It, I just, I genuinely don't know. And Alabama could still squeak, squeak in there, you know. It, that, it, I think it's, I think it's possible. But just because of who's in front of them right now. You have LSU, who's more than likely going to lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game. Then you have, uh, you know, a TCU team who's, I think they'll lose at some point in the season. Or postseason in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, you have Oregon. Oregon just lost and rankings will be actually coming out here shortly. Um and then USC at eight and then Alabama nine, Clemson ten. So it's it's very, very interesting. I, I, I don't know. I think um I think I, I I honestly don't know, man. If I give something out, if I say something now, I, I, I genuinely don't know. I couldn't tell you who that four team is gonna be.
1: Any note? Going back off what you said, you know, with the TCU, and I think this might be one of those years where, was it four or five years ago when Washington was in? You know, everybody everybody was rooting and cheering for them, and they got put out first round. You know, it, the top – I would say the top five teams in college football are a really prestigious program every year. And – but I don't think that Tennessee will get the three spot. I think they'll put – uh, well I think Tennessee will get the three spot I don't think they'll put them at four just so if everything plays out it'll be another Georgia Tennessee in the national championship <clears throat> and you know I, I think I think Tennessee will get that three spots you know one place four two place three and I don't think they're the college football playoff committee is going to want you know a Georgia Tennessee first round I, I think they're going to want that at the very end
0: yeah and that that's a really good point you make and I think the the most important thing when it comes to you know placing these teams, uh, one through three, it, I I feel like you know Georgia obviously obvious is going to be obvious one, uh, two is going to be you know obviously the winner of the Big Ten. Uh, well, I, to me it seems like Ohio, Michigan, and Ohio State will be the Big Ten championship with the way things are looking in the Big Ten. Um, but that that's just that's just how I think there. Three, I feel like you have to go Tennessee. And then maybe, just maybe, if if Michigan and Ohio State is just some sort of slugfest, they're back and forth. And, I mean, it, the game comes down to the final play. I think you've got to think about, and it, obviously it would come down to the other championship games as well, like the Big 12 championship, all that jazz. Um, But you have got to think about one of those Big Ten teams as that fourth spot to me. It just seems like that would be, logical at that point and uh, of like i said of course it has to come down it'll come down to whoever wins the other uh conference championship games but um it's just really it, it's really just going to come down to uh the, the conference championship games it, other than that i really don't have much to say i don't know i genuinely have no clue who would be number four
1: it's really crazy this year you know with Alabama having the two losses, you know, we're used to talking about Alabama being one or two, and and now Alabama's looking at possibly being high as low as six, you know. It's, It's crazy this year, you know, with the two losses and how everything's mixed up, which also that gives other, you know, programs a chance to, you know, have their great year. Like, you know, obviously, you know, Georgia's been great in the past, but, you know, like, like the TCU sneaking up on us, like, you know, where did they come from? Like, it's, you know, are, are they great this year? Do they have what it takes to make it, but we're all going to see here in, in a couple of weeks. So.
0: Yeah. And it, I'm, I'm personally not on the TCU, uh, train, uh, that they, they played, they played good against Texas. I, I'll, I'll give them that. Their defense played lights out. I actually said that Texas, uh, their defense was going to be the difference maker. And then Texas was going to win the game, but that ended up not, not being the case. Uh, it, the Christian University in Texas <laughs> uh prevailed so um I think it's just oh man it's so hard to determine who that fourth team is going to be um I, I just I can't say I, I feel like if if TCU wins out I mean no doubt it'll be them but i I just don't see that happening uh yeah. I, Casey I might have to I might have to leave you with a uh I might have to leave you with a little bit of air on the fourth spot i I, I genuinely don't know
1: yeah, I, th- I think that fourth spot is going to be a a toss up between the best of the worst. You yeah, know? <laughs> or the
0: you know, because uh, well. you you look at it and I look at you know TCU. Uh, if Michigan wins, Ohio State. If Ohio State wins, then Michigan. Uh, you have those two teams. Whichever game, whichever way that game goes, you have USC. Because if USC wins out, I don't feel like you can you can just bat an eye. You know, uh, but it, 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 it's gonna it's gonna be a roller coaster of emotions for a bunch of teams, uh as we come down to the last few weeks of the season. Uh, Casey, thank you so much for joining me, man. Uh, I, I really appreciate you joining and uh, hopping on here. Thank you, thank you, brother. We'll we'll get you on again sometime.
1: thank you, man. It's been a pleasure.
0: Yes, sir, buddy. You have a good one. Take care. You
1: too.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, that was Casey Phillips. It, uh, great player, great athlete. You know, gr- even even better human. Uh. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I can't thank you all enough. And hopefully, you'll tune in next time right here on the Hayden Coker Show. Y'all have a good one and see y'all later.